With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? It must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my trick shots there. Thanks very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Welcome to hour number three of the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Fantastic month of May has kicked off. Thank God. <laughs> it, is, it, is the, it is the big broadcast today. On Monday's program, we will talk to David Arthur. He is the author of the thriller adventure book set in India called Shaitan. He'll be with us at 2.15 Central. Also, on uh, May 11th, we will talk to Los Angeles writer Ms. Therese Giraldi. And uh, on May 18th, we have a fantastic author as well, Matt Collier. Good, good, good stuff. We've got Mark Davis with us today. Mark Davis is our uh, is our medical doctor. He joins us each and every Friday on our broadcast to talk about all sorts of issues relating to healthcare, relating to politics, relating to world events. Um, Mark, by the way, congratulations on the new addition to your family, my friend. I really appreciate that. He is a wonderful kid. His name is Isaac Patro, and his father's a professor here at Stony Brook, where I'm right now. And it's just a wonderful thing to see. New life. Uh, and that's just great. There's so many things to talk about. In such a yes, yes. Well, yeah. well, well. Let's let's do this. Let's first of all start in Baltimore. Um, what what are your thoughts on everything that's going on out there, my friend? Freddie Gray. Freddie Gray. He was 25 years old. Apparently, he had a severed spine. It takes a lot to have a severed spine in a human being at that age, when the when the bones and, and the spinal cord is solidified. They claim he's unjustly uh, arrested, but I, there's questions about that. There's questions about these indictments of the six police officers as well. There may be some duplicity with the uh, state's attorney there, uh, who she, her husband, is married to a city councilman there, and they may be looking forward at their political careers and not looking at justice. Justice works both ways, both for the guilty and for the innocent, and this has to be analyzed better than it has been. And I heard the charges. My wife and I both listened. We both live 30 miles uh, away from Baltimore. We know the city very well. And it just doesn't fit the picture of the police there. These people on the police are powerful people. They, they try to do their job. There's a lot of criminality in Baltimore. I'm very sorry Freddie Gray is dead. He should not be dead. But there are redeeming circumstances through all this. And we're not being told all the facts. And that, that's pretty much where it is right now. The looting, the violence, 
It was all uncalled for. They went through a mall. They stole everything. It was not tied down. Uh, Mondama Mall specifically, which is on the west side of Baltimore. They looted and robbed neighborhoods as well, beat up people. Hundreds of cars were burned, all for something that we don't have the information on as of yet. Uh, and if we think we do, we don't. There's more to come, and we'll see it. The police union, the fraternity, fraternal order of police, have already issued statements protecting the police and defending the police. And we've seen video pictures where we don't see this man being assaulted at all. So I don't know where these assaults are coming from, where these murder charges are coming from. Even the driver's being accused of murder. <laughs> wow! <laughs> We've got Mark Davis with us today. He joins us each and every week talking um, about all sorts of different issues. Um, Tell me about the government's response to this whole thing, President Obama and the Justice Department and everything there. The city got out of control. Mayor Blake, well, she has a long name, a last name, Mayor Blake, requested the governor to call out the National Guard late. Even Even the governor said he waited too long to call the National Guard. They finally showed up, and there's some peace and order going on through Baltimore right now. President Obama, again, did the diversity business and uh, just inflated the situation with his statement. He's back with Al Sharpton showed up on the scene as usual, Race Hustler International, and uh, he's inflating the issues as well. Geraldo Rivera on the side his head beating up down in Baltimore. He's getting out West Baltimore. Some of the Fox people have also been roughed up there, so... Uh, it, it, it's a very touchy situation. People are being very irascible right now if you talk to them. I would stay out of Baltimore. And Baltimore is one of the most violent cities in America. There's the statistics to prove that and show that. And uh, this is a bad bad mayor, bad city council, because they did not uh, step up to the plate early enough to stop some of this violence. In fact, the mayor, mayor allowed some of the violence to go on by her statement. And uh, she told the police to back off and stand down, which is horrific uh, from under a city that's already had so much criminality in it. It looks like it's in the government as well. We've got Mark Davis joining us today here on the line, 14 minutes after the hour. Uh, a couple more topics here with Mr. Davis. One, uh, bring us up to speed on some of this stuff that's going on with Obamacare. Um, la- earlier this week, we read a story on our program about a, uh, a child that was basically taken away from her parents because she was too short. And come to find out later, one of the reasons why they took her is because the family happened to miss one of their Obamacare appointments. Uh, is, yes. is this one of the unintended consequences of Obamacare? Yes, yes. The government feels it's granny and grandpa and mom and dad to people. It feels it has the right to take children out of their homes when they feel that they haven't gotten their vaccines, they haven't gotten whatever the Obamacare spectrum of care requires, and they can do that. They do it through court order, through false uh, accusation against the families. I'm sure the child will come back to them. But uh, it's pretty bad. These things are happening. They're happening all over the country, though. Not only under Obamacare, but now if, with the new HIPAA rules and the electronic medical billing and data transferred to the government back to the, back to the doctor's office. If you have a gun, for example, you have an anxiety disorder, and the government gets a sniff with it, you're going to have the feds down in your house uh, to take your gun away. This is happening in California, in northern New York State already. They intercepted prescriptions of the government, uh, and, and the result was someone's at the door asking for their gun. 
because they're afraid they're going to use it. Because they have anxiety disorders. If you have a wife that got sick or something, you got some uh, anxiety pills, they would come after you. So the government in general believes it could take your weapons away, it could take your children away. These things are happening. They can be Googled, and uh, they're very frightening, very frightening. We've got the fabulous Mark Davis with us today here on the broadcast. He joins us live. Now, um, Mark, uh, what, what do you think about some of the uh, the, the news today that the, uh, the the police officers in Baltimore have been charged? What, what, what do you think is going to happen here with this? I think they're going to get very – at the most, I could see from the pictures I've seen and what I know about Baltimore and having interacted with the police because we used to have an office there for 10 years in Baltimore City – they're a wonderful group of guys. I would see some negligence. Maybe they didn't call in a, uh, an ambulance as quick as they should have, something like that. So there is some negligence involved here. But certainly none of those police wanted to murder this individual. They didn't wake up this morning or the morning of the incident and say, we're going to go out and kill a black person. That's not true. That's what's being portrayed on the screen. That's what they're jumping up and down about. And the left-wing media, especially CNN, is portraying only one side never even interviewing any of the police officers, not interviewing the Fraternal Order of Police or uh, anybody on that side. And I can tell you, the Baltimore police have a very difficult time managing the hoodlums, and I'm going to use the word thug, because it fits a lot of those people that did the burning and the looting. That's what the word thug means. Its original word comes from India, thuggery, which is an organization of criminals in the, in the country of India. But nevertheless, they're saying they're not thugs. They are thugs. When they commit violent, criminal acts and looting, and that's what they did. So I don't believe the police officers should have been indicted at all. I think there's a negligence here somewhere. It has to be ferreted out. The systems with the police officers that haven't been applied properly, that's probably where it's at now. But I think there's a lot of bias in the state's attorney's office and push for this kind of indictment against these people. But nevertheless, you have to remember... These police officers still have to go through a grand jury. So those are the charges, but the grand jury has to indict them. So that'll happen within 30 days. And knowing that there are uh, an array of black judges there, they will definitely be indicted. There's no doubt about it. We've got Mark Davis with us today. Mark, before we let you go, how do we find you online, my friend? I'm at PlatoMD at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at AmericaSage. Uh, and I'm also on LinkedIn uh, under Mark Davis. We have a large group of people who want to come and comment on any of these issues. And we're always happy to talk to people. We really appreciate being on your air always with you. Definitely. Have yourself a good week. We'll talk to you next week, my friend. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Appreciate it. Mark Davis with us today. We're going to take a timeout. Yes, indeed. We're going to take a uh, quick little timeout here. And when we come back, we got more coming up. Our number three in focus. When we come back, we'll talk about the federal kill switch for all the cell phones. Lovely, lovely Friday conversation. We got coming up.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.